right, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, excited to spend some time with you today. Kind of a different setup, a little different vibe. Um, really looking forward to just having conversation today. A little, yeah. just a little talk and a little conversation between two best friends <laughs> doing what we do. Um, my name is Kurt. This is Danette, and uh, we are with Broken for Better, and and uh, kind of got a crazy story, crazy testimony, and just trying to use it uh, for the honor and glory of God the best we can. So. Uh, today, listen, we're just going to kind of talk and I'm going to ask one question. I'm going to shut this thing down and then you and I are just going to conversate. Um, I want to talk about just the value of time. Um, when we talk about time and time left and, uh, time given, time spent, time invested, uh, you know, we've had lots of conversation about Mm -hmm. time and what that looks like. Uh, especially here lately (laughs) yeah yeah give me kind of your time like sum it all up in a capsule for me real quick I well I think it's for me I think it's relative I think um, you know it all depends basically on kind of where you are I think you know when you're young at least for me I couldn't wait to get to some point you know I couldn't wait to be an adult. I couldn't wait to be married. I couldn't wait to have kids. You know, there's all these different things that you just kind of, you know, so it's like, you just can't wait for more time to go by. But then as more time goes by, (laughs) obviously you're like, wow, okay. You know, and I think, you know, especially in our American culture, we want everything we can do to not experience time. You know, I think, uh, that's why there's what billion dollar industry and wrinkle creams and you know all these different things but for me I especially at this point in life I'm really trying to like even the lines on my face they have memories associated to them I don't see any lines yeah right (laughs) but if you say they're there they're there (laughs) um so like you know your your laugh lines your you know if you look at someone that has those laugh lines they've experienced joy oh that's good they've experienced something right the the the, the burrow there's stress there there's there's a reason you know i think i feel like i've aged you know immensely the last few months because of just grief you know so but even that is attached to love so it's like i would never have wanted to love less so Mm. even the grief lines mean something if that makes sense and so like i don't know it just it for me, I feel like it's an indicator of a value of life when you look at those those lines because we are all only given so much time in every single day, hmm. and so are we making you know are we making the most out of them you know if that makes sense. I uh, you saying that took me back to the the song and. Uh... Cats in the Cradle in the Silver Stone. Oh, that's a sad song. I, it is a sad song, but what it, it makes me realize is like, for the longest time, the dad had no time. Hmm. And then there came a moment where it was like, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. I want to spend time. <laughs> and now the son's going, I don't have time yeah. because of what he learned. And I wonder, and I'm kind of in a, you know, a season now, and I know my, my boys, it probably drives them nutty, the, the girls and the boys. I like, you know, like every waking moment, we just want to be, hey, where are you at? <laughs> you know, like, what yeah. are you doing? Texting them and calling them and, and just wanting to spend time with them because you realize how valuable yeah. that time is. But but then 
you know, what, what are we doing with that? And what does that look like? And, you know, the reality is, you know, our current season, how you, you know, there's days where you want time to hurry and then there's days you want time to slow down. Yeah, for sure. Walk us through like, just, I, I know, you know, what your days are and I know how <laughs> different they are. You know, there's, yeah. there's, and I'm not talking about the good days and bad days. Obviously, you know, we have those, but more the time spent. Okay. So everyone knows the story, right? If you're listening for the first time, nine months ago, we lost our 17 year old son and, and, uh, and a horrific accident. And, and so now it's just like, we're trying to figure this thing out. And, uh, time for us is interesting now. And yeah. so it's like, where, how are you investing your time? How are you, because, you know, for me, it's not, and, and I've said this every time, it's not the trauma. It's not the event, right? Our event is our event. We have to deal with that. Everyone has an event, a moment. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just listening, like David, you know, man after my own heart, like even he has his moments where he's battling, he's going through this grief and this thing. And so everybody has these. So what's done in those moments matter, how you process, how do you deal with that? So kind of walk me through a little process and, and let the world know, like, what is, what is Dee doing with her time in these moments? Yeah. Um, for, for me currently, I am having to capture my thoughts. And so I have so many days where I'm an overthinker anyways. I don't know if you can relate, but I overthink everything. And so I can lay and just literally bounce from horrible thought to horrible thought to horrible thought. And mm. so the, the best thing for me to do is to distract my mind by filling it with something else. So I have two options. I can sit and fill it with trash TV, which there's been days I've done that. <laughs> or I can do something that actually helps my soul. So like, um, it really is like a rotation of reading, of listening to messages that are talking about like real life things. Like for me right now, even good intended words, even good intended sermons, even good intended messages can sting and so I'm even having to be cautious with what good I'm allowing in not even just what bad I'm allowing in but what good I'm allowing in because when you're walking through your hardest season whatever that could be for you and you know what we're walking through when you're walking through that hardest season even good intended words that are God's in control God's got this God's you know uh all of those things it's those things are true and they're good, but God is okay with our mourning too. God is okay with our weakness. He says that we're made strong in our weakness because of who? Because of him. So he expects us to have weak moments. Like yeah. it's fully expected. And so we've been in, I've been in a season. We, we have been in a season of weak moments. And so it's okay. What do I do in this moment to feed my soul? Let me get in the pit with someone else that's walking through it. Let me glean off someone else's pit experience. And that can be like heavy, 
but man, it's, it's needed. I would never want to go to a doctor for a heart condition that's never treated a patient. So why would I want to go to yeah. a person or a book or a sermon or a this or that with this gaping grief wound and be taught by someone or someone that's never lived through it? Like, yeah. I want to know, like, man, how did you make it? How did you live through it? And so that's... And I, yeah, and that can sound, I mean, <laughs> you know... That's real. <laughs> it is, but to take that thought now, if yeah. I'm sitting on the other side, I'm asking, okay, so you're going to find a church that they've lost a kid because that's the only person that can oh, minister no, no, to you. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not that that's the only person that can minister to you. No. Um, because we've said all along, like, all dark moments are, are dark, but it's it's being able to take this, and I think this is, you know, where you and I are really trying to do this. How do we take the truth yeah. And the concept of God's word and the faithfulness of God's character, mash that into our everyday life and go, here's how these two marry so that we can move forward. Yeah. You know, I think so many of us have come up with this concept that that our time has to be just sent. God's good, God's good, God's good, God's good, God good, God good. Well, I mean, if a, a parrot can say good words over and over again, doesn't mean he believes them. Oh, he just learned to good. say it. Yeah, that's good. And so where we're trying to be is like we don't want to be parrots of the truth that you could read in Scripture every single right. day for yourself. Yeah. But we want to be imitators, mimickers of what Scripture says to go, man, this is how it came in. So when I ask you, like, what are you doing with your time? I love the fact that you said taking your thought captive because those thoughts are real. Yeah. Like, I mean, we oh, talk about yeah. them often, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how real they are. And to be able to go, hey, I'm going to take that captive. I'm going to, I need to grab a hold of this so mm -hmm. that now I can go, okay, what is truth in this situation? And then let me move forward. That's a big, that's a big deal. Yeah. Big and, deal. and it's, oh, it's, it's good for my soul to know that God's capable of handling my questions and God's capable of sitting in the pit mm. with me. Like he doesn't need me to fully be, you know, like that parrot. He doesn't, he doesn't need that from me in order for that to be true. And so for me to realize, okay, I can be in this. And, and some days I'm great at capturing my thoughts and other days are just really hard days. How? If you're a sanctified, Holy Spirit-filled <laughs> believer, how is that difficult? Because I'm human. <laughs> and so, you know, you have those days and if you're not, and obviously you don't want to remain there, but realizing, okay, this is where I am. This is authentically who I am. This is authentically where my struggle is today. God, do you still want me? And he does. Like he does. Even in that, he does. Man, I'll tell you what, I'm glad we don't serve a petty God, right? <laughs> I mean, and I, and I think so many times. He has times, a petty daughter because I'm going to be really petty. Well, we don't serve a petty God. <laughs> right. I, you know, yeah. I, uh, I think so many times we just feel like he only, he only likes us in, in this certain condition. Cleaned up. And if we're not in this condition, then we can't go to him. And uh, 
you know, what I love is just the fact that it's even in that condition, that as he enters into that condition and you begin to grab a hold of those words and the truth, the condition will change. Yeah. Potentially. Mm-hmm. But if allowing him in the middle of that, like right. don't hide from that. I, you know, I, I think, and this is, you know, when I, when I look at just my theological, where I've come from and the different, you know, kind of denominations I've been a part of to get to where I am now, um, you know, and learning all the different, you know, doctrinal dogma and standing on platforms and, you know, declaring these things because I knew it to be true and then going somewhere else and looking at scripture and God revealing this other part of himself and you're like, like wait, wait, this what? is a whole That's new, I didn't, I've read this scripture a hundred times, I didn't know it's so right, that, you know? yeah. It's like learning this whole new thing. What I've learned is just be this, you know, I want to spend my time being the greatest son of God I can possibly be. Hmm. And what that looks like for me is going to be different than what that looks like for another guy. Yeah. How he handles it. Because I've got my own things. I've got my own hangups that I've brought into this. I've got my own emotions and how I deal with mm. them. And, and I think for me, you know, trying to spend, when you look at this, this value of time, you know, I, I think one of the biggest things for me is going, am I willing to spend my time getting in the hurt? I don't like having conversations about the accident. I don't like having conversations about losing, you know, like our son going to be with Jesus. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like having that. Yeah. But I know this. If I don't spend the time getting in that pain, yeah. that pain's going to outwork itself in another area of my life. If I don't get in there and deal with the hurt, let God minister to that, let, you know, let therapy, counselors, like let people get in that pain, then six months, a year, two years down the road, now me and you get a divorce because I can't stand you. It's got nothing to do with you. Yeah, it's the pain. It's the pain that I never dealt with. Yeah. And I just wonder how many of us have like, we've done, especially men, like I can't speak for women because y'all typically talk about anything and everybody and everything. <laughs> but, you Thanks. know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's so funny because you're at the absolute opposite I know, of that, I was like, but it's just funny. <laughs> but guys, we're very good. Shove that thing in a compartment, put it in the back of my head, and it is what it is. Hmm. I bet you I've said that a thousand times. It is what it is. Well, it is what it is is a great saying hmm. until two years from now, that wells its way up, and now your whole world's falling apart. Yeah. The other thing for me is how I spend my time people around me see so my boys I have to I have to remember like they're watching how I navigate yeah and then one day they're gonna have to navigate well it's crazy that you say like when you said the son of God like I want to be the best son of God that I can be and like that's a real statement it also sounds like especially if someone's watching that's like not a believer or doesn't know what that means it just sounds like can sound cliche or like churchy but like when you talk about a son of God it's a relationship right it's like a sonship has so much weight especially for us because having three sons like we know what that's like to Mm. want to have a close relationship and I'm so thankful that I I feel like we really have had that amazing blessing of being really close with our boys which is partly you know, why when one's not there, it's like there's this gaping hole, you know. Mm. <clears throat> but you would never, and I would never, 
expect our sons to portray themselves as something other than who they were. Like we would never want them to come to us dressed in a three-piece suit and with a huge smile on their face and say, hey dad, man, you're great. And yet they're hurting inside and they are dirty underneath that suit and they're walking through all of these things. We would never want that. We would want them to be capable of telling us, man, I'm struggling. Like, man, I need this from you as a parent. Mm. I, I desire to have this relationship with my father. Like, and we've had those conversations. We've had some of those really hard conversations when we've totally screwed up as parents, you know, and just dropped the ball. But as everyone does, because we're human, and thank goodness, like we've had the opportunity, you know, so far in life to like have these restoration conversations with our kids to continue to build that closeness. So then why do we, why are we so unlikely to do that with our Heavenly Father? Like when it comes to hard things, we are like, you know, I'm going to put on my face in front of the, the church house. I'm going to put on my face in front of my Christian friends. I'm going to put on my face that I have it all together as if. God doesn't see through that. And as if like, that's the relationship he wants with us. Like, that's not what he wants. You know, I don't know. Just. It's funny you put it that way. Cause I, I think about, I think about our boys now and even now when they come over here and they're wearing something different or they're done, like, <laughs> you know, they're growing a mustache. <laughs> And that's you're like, what it is right now. you're like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> that's, a, that's not, that's not, what are you, I've never seen you a hair on your face before. What are you, it, it doesn't even sit right as a dad and as a parent. And we even, we're going, wow. And I just wonder how many times we take this prim and proper to God that he's looking at us going, what are you doing? You're a mess. Like, like I know you're, you're a, a mess. mess. Yeah. And you you're bringing this thing to me because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm looking like I know who you are and that's not even, that's a big deal. Like I've never, I, I don't know that I've ever correlated it like that, but yeah, man, God like, forgive me for like the times that I have, cause I'm sure we've all done that at certain times, right? Like right. we'll just march through it. And it, I wonder what it would look like if we spent time going, no, you know what? Today I'm not going to march. Hmm. I'm actually going to deal with the mess. Stop. Yeah. Like, and, and listen, you know, what you, what you take out of one season, you will carry into the other. Yeah, for sure. And you don't want to carry those seeds of past seasons that don't need to go into your current season. Mm. So I, I think how we spend that time and how we, so let me, so let me dive a little more. Yeah. You've done books and you know, worship and books and books. I mean, books and books. Let, let's talk about, I, I just want to talk about therapy real quick. Um, because for a lot of people out there, maybe, you know, maybe I had things in my, well, you know, everything I need then in God's word. Yeah. I like just get it out of God's word. You don't need a counselor. You don't need a therapist. You just need God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, lack of faith is why you're dealing with this. The Holy uh, Spirit's my only counselor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, he's a good counselor. Yeah. Uh, but talk to me a little bit about how is therapy, like what was the thought going into it? Why did you start using your time doing that? And then what you've seen out of it? 
So his word says we're to be what? Make disciples, right? And so I think therapy, depends on how you look at it, is someone discipling me. Like hmm. it's someone saying, listen, and I would, you know, I would never suggest being a believer, being someone that believes in Jesus, I wouldn't suggest you go to someone that doesn't have that same you know, mentality or that same uh, relationship with Jesus because I truly don't feel like um, Holy Spirit can speak through a person that doesn't have a relationship. So, you know, I think that's important that you make sure the person that you're allowing to pour into you is going to give you godly counsel and godly wisdom and godly advice. I think that's super important. So real quick, Mm -hmm. he used a donkey. He can use an unbeliever. He can. It's going to be Far fewer times. But he also didn't go to the donkey and say, hey, what you got? He didn't go expecting. God used that donkey in spite of him. He oh, didn't he go didn't to him. seek the donkey. He didn't yeah. seek the donkey. Exactly. So don't go out seeking a jackass. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Yes. Don't go seek I love the way you feel so rebellious. She's like, I said I jackass. <laughs> so don't go out seeking that because uh, you never know what you're going to get. I would just say, be, be wise, but... When you go to someone for godly counsel, you go, why? Because this person is further along than you on the road. And so God has given people wisdom and, and you know, intelligence to deal with certain things because they've literally gone, they've studied, they've done the research, they've, they've done the, the work to be able to pour into other people, but they're further along on the road than yeah. you are. You know, people... Have asked us, you know, how are you so married? How are you doing this? Well, we're further along on the highway. And so when someone comes to us for counsel or for therapy, or they're basically asking for pieces of our wisdom. And so why can't we take someone's wisdom that Jesus has said, hey, I'm going to use this child to disciple other ch- children of mine into a mental health. Yeah. And so for me, yeah, therapy has been huge. I don't know. Um, there's certain things that life is, throws at you that are really hard. Trauma, PTSD, grief, all those things. There's no reason why I wouldn't take one of God's kids that's walked through it or has been trained to, to teach someone else how to get through it and say, here, let me help you. I'm a little further down the road than you are. Yeah. Let me give you some tools because cause they're needed. They're needed, and yes, God can heal miraculously, and we've been a part of being able to see that, but also God can heal through a process, and so uh, Mm. sometimes we got to be willing to do the work. And we do have the greatest therapist on the planet. Shout out, Carrie Timothy. Like, it just is what it is. You're looking for somebody, (laughs) that's who you want. Yeah. But... You know, that's from a that's from a women's perspective. Uh, for guys, man, I I can't tell you how hard it is for guys. Why do you think that is? It's vulnerability. It's getting into your emotions. I think to admit I think to admit weakness to another human being for a guy that just doesn't compute. Hmm. It, it's you, you're so ingrained as men to to demand honor and respect that to show a weakness is a foreign concept and Hmm. um i mean i think it's a a tool that the enemy is using in the lives of men everywhere but 
um, you know, especially through this, the conversations. And, 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 I, and again, I, I don't want to necessarily like categorize it as you have to go sit in an office yeah. and you have to go pay $150 and you have to go do all these things and that's therapy. Right, right. Listen, you can find the most godly, there's our dogs, yep. <laughs> therapy. Therapy. Uh, no, my dogs have actually been therapy <laughs> for me. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, for sure. You know, you can go find just a God-given saint yeah. at your employment, at your work, at your neighborhood, a family member, that's someone that's willing to take what you say yeah. and then speak truth to let you word vomit. And I think, you know, we've all been triggered by that, that one time that we were like, you know what, I'm going to share my heart and we <laughs> open up and then we find out 10 people heard about our story because somebody went and told them and we're like, yep, not doing that again. That's true. That was yeah. the last time that I shared my heart on anything. Cause last time everybody found out and I was up in the church bulletin and everybody <laughs> praying for the me. You, bulletin? Know? <laughs> you just pulled that out of the archives. Bulletin? Nobody's, uh, lot of, well, not a lot of places I do know. a bulletin anymore. Not a lot of places. You Some just categorize do. I know. Those. Some <laughs> do. But that's, yeah, wow. I'll bet you if they have a bulletin, they have a felt flannel board. Flannel board. Oh. Flannel graph. Man, thumbs Next. up in the comments if you learned anything from a flannel, flannel board. Graph. Flannel graph? Flannel, wait, isn't it a flannel graph? I just remember you could stick Moses up there and then you could move him to a mountain. Maybe to a, next, I mean, let's uh, talk Tuesday. We'll talk <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if we you can, can find, find one. It. It's probably on Amazon. Anyway, we digress. Shout out to Amazon. It, you know, when you, I, I look at this thing and I just go, man, so you've been burned one time. And so because of that, and I just, you know, I would challenge you maybe to think about it this way. Has there ever been a time that you let somebody down in a way? Hmm. Yes. And because of that one time, did you want them to shut any and every other time that you could invest in them? Hmm. No, you don't want to be judged by one moment let me judge by one mistake one weakness man allow your heart to oh the enemy would love for you to lock that heart up throw away the key and then deal with that shame that guilt the hurt the embarrassment to deal with that the rest of your life and go nowhere hmm. man i'm in you know village inns and i'm in denny's and i'm in starbucks and i'm sitting there sobbing to to a therapist or to a counselor or to a coach and just kind of walking through my thing doesn't matter my surroundings. It doesn't matter my scenario. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get out of the depths of my soul. I'm trying to get it out, lay it on the table so we can go, okay, now here it is. Mm. Now speak some truth and love into it. Like, mm. I, I just, boom. Okay, now, now speak. And uh, I love, love, love when I have conversations with guys and they, they get to that point. But it's hard as men. It's just yeah. not. And to pay for it? Well, dad, you know, like I'm not paying for that. Uh, well, I also think, you know, when you, when you go to, let's say someone's struggling with a disease like cancer, right? You don't go and get one treatment and then expect it to be gone. There's like this process that you have to go through. And sometimes even through the process, healing doesn't fully come, but you're quick, you know, I would think you would be quick to go and get the process done because you want to have a hope of healing, right? But man, when it comes to our mental health, that concept is like, well, I went to a therapist one time and 
I still feel bad. Or, you know, we went to marriage counseling and we're still struggling. Well, you've been married for 12 years. So that one therapy session, it might need a little bit more. Like you might need a little, just a little bit more. (laughs) I feel like that might is a, it does. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, so we, we go through these things when it comes to our physical health. Yeah. And, but when it comes to our mental health, like, okay, or, you know, our, our spiritual health. Well, I went to church on Sunday and man, life still sucks. Life's still hard. It's pretty good. You got a sucks and a jackass in the same. Let's talk. That's, that's well. I wonder where life, we're going from here. Life <laughs> is hard and church didn't fix it. Well, man, maybe, maybe keep going. Maybe keep trying. Maybe keep wow. at it. Keep at it and keep asking God, okay, what do you, what is this little step you want me to make today? What, what, what book do you need to speak into my life today? What counselor therapist, discipler, do you need to speak? God, I'm asking you, what are you going to do today to help me get through this day and this moment and be better, a better daughter, a better son because of it? You know, it's it's interesting, D, that, you know, I just immediately went to, when you said that, I went to some of, you know, some of our dear friends that we've walked the fight of cancer with. Hmm. And, uh, you know, to think that they go through radiation treatment. They lose weight. Hmm. They lose hair. Um, we've seen sore. I mean, we've. I, I've. There's so much that we've seen in this process. But they do it. I'm gonna go through hell, knowing that there's gonna come a moment where I'm gonna be cancer free, and then I'll start to rebound. Hopefully, be cancer free. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what. That, right, that's, but that's why they're willing to fight. Right. 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 And then we think, man, we, we know one case. She's gone through this. I think she's on her fourth round. Yeah. And she just continues. And, and it, it, like it triggered in my brain when you just said that. We throw marathons. Hmm. We've got bandanas and shirts and flags on our cars. And for this fight of cancer, hmm. we will get in the trenches and we will come along and support people as they're going through their darkest, worst moment, knowing that there's a better tomorrow. Hmm. But in our marriages, we ain't doing nothing. But you know what I've just hit me is like, you would never look at a person walking through a cancer treatment and say, well, when are you going to grow your hair back? When, when are you going to put some weight back on? I mean, gosh, you've been dealing with this six months now. Get, get over it. But when someone's walking through grief or someone's walking through a hardship in marriage or someone's walking through depression or anxiety and they're getting the help that they need, but they're still struggling and we're like, man, how how long is this going to last? Like, how long are you going to deal with this? How long are you going to process this? Like, like we wouldn't like right now in my head, I'm picturing saying that to somebody who's just lost their hair. Like, how you long are you going to do You would never do that. Never do that. So it's like... Matter of fact, you actually hurt for them. worse with them. Yeah, like you're you, like, oh my gosh, I can see what you're walking through. I can see how hard this is for you. Man, my heart goes out to you because you're going through this process. But then when it comes to mental health or grief or trauma or marriage conflict or hidden sin even, you know, and someone's walking through it, we're like, Psh, how long are you going to do this? Get it together. Well, why are you so, 
especially like think about that think about that one concept even in the within the boundaries of a marriage yeah we got so little grace for the person we do life with every day yeah oh you failed again well now you hurt me you hurt my family look at our house now it's all upside down because you keep sinning Hmm. and I like I want to (laughs) know a conversation where somebody was walking through cancer lost all their hair and a spouse looked at them and was like well you cost us a ton of money now when are you gonna hurry up and get through this I mean good lord you're ruining our whole house Nobody, that was such a great illustration. And I just like, empathy. Hmm. Man, if, if we the people. <laughs> we the people, wow, that was. <laughs> I went to Hall of Presidents <laughs> and all of a sudden now. Like Disney World, <laughs> like, we the people. Uh, but but the, we... the difference there is the person's getting, like getting the treatment, right? They're getting the help. Like, yes, if, if a spouse is sitting and causing pain, but there's got, there still has to be the action step. There still has to be someone that's willing to do the work, right? You, and you that's s- probably the key. Yeah. How are you spending your time yeah. in the midst of the pain? Right. And I think that's, you know, to come full circle, that's, that's what we wanted really just to lay out there. Yeah. Hey, here's a little bit of what we're doing. Here's some of our tools. But, you know, the reality is what, what are we doing? Hmm. You that are watching, like what, what are you doing in the midst of your pain? What, how are you spending your time? Yeah. If it's a hundred miles an hour, get to the next event, do the next sporting event, do the next thing, the next family, the next, if it's so much that you've stayed so busy that you have zero margin, there's a potential with zero margin, things are getting compartmentalized and don't be mad when that seed that was planted gets watered and you see fruit you didn't want Hmm. because that's inevitably the game that's always played. So, um, listen, I love doing life with you. I love doing life with you. And I actually like this a lot better, just us conversating. So (laughs) thanks for doing that. I know typically we've got to be real planned out. Today you just went with it and I love you for that. I I admire the way that you are spending time. I do. I value that. So, Thank you for being you. Listen, we love you guys. And uh, we say it all the time. Actually, we don't say it all the time. I want to say it for the first time because I really want to say this. Like, subscribe, and hit the bell. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I saw somebody else do it. I was like, ooh, I want to do that. You know. So anyway, hopefully this was a blessing. We love you guys. Remember, next Tuesday, we'll do it again. Not next Tuesday. Not next Tuesday. Two weeks from Tuesday. Two Tuesdays from now. We two can't two, do weekly. Two Tuesdays. Every two Tuesdays. Tutus. Remember the time? Listen, y'all, we want a granddaughter so that I can buy tutus. Oh, my gosh. I'm just saying it, okay? We're going to digress. He's just putting it in his atmosphere for one day. I'm (laughs) speaking. Listen. One day. Two Tuesdays. We love you guys. Have a great day.